Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weeknights. I'm Harrison Arns on the ones and twos. We got the host as always, the morning personnel in studio. And then, of course, Chris Ramsey's in here as well, learning the board as one of the new members of the ticket. But nonetheless, the morning personnel, how's it going on this Wednesday night? It's going. Nothing too, too bad, you know, just enjoying it. You know, it's quiet, calm, thank God. It is pretty calm. I, I, I got to ask you this, though, because a uh, little bit of buzz that wasn't as calm. I talked a little bit about the Amon Green. FSU and Georgia do not have the Orange Bowl scheduled press conference today. Do you think FSU is looking to boycott the Orange Bowl? That would be an interesting thing to do. I, it'd be interesting, right? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be mad if they did it. I wouldn't be either. That's the thing. Like uh, it, it's okay because this is also part. Of what this is part of why I wouldn't be mad. All the NFL projected players, they're not playing in it. They've already decided, which I wouldn't either. You know, you you were going to play for a natty, and that's it. Yeah. So now you're already going to be in a game playing Georgia, but the, all your guys that aren't going to be playing, all your NFL caliber players, Georgia's probably a similar story. How many people are really going to look at that game with a ton of value? It would be cool to win the Orange Bowl, but that's just kind of a banner you, you, for that you, school. You you won it, but you know their players didn't play. Exactly. So it's like, eh, it's an asterisk. Mm-hmm. So uh, I... Um, that that's that's very interesting. I, I wouldn't be mad at Florida State um for not participating in it. Um and you can only blame, you know, the the committee. It's your fault. Like, It'd be interesting, right? If they get right before kickoff and they just don't come out of the locker room. But according to the beat writer, if you look at FSU beat writers, they're pushing pretty heavily that they're not gonna boycott this game. But it is interesting. The only thing that kind of brings a red flag is uh why no press conference. No real answers on that one yet. It could it it could be other things that 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 is going on, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Frustrated frustration is just they're still not over, you know, not getting to where they should have been, at and everything like that. And it's probably not, you know, too much of nice things that they could say or something like that. Or hopefully, you know, they switch them or something like that. Or hopefully, you know, I, I would like to see that, but it is probably not going to happen. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm thinking they're still going to play, but it is interesting. I, I would personally. My, my dream scenario, just for just for you know being hilarious, I think it'd be great if they did boycott it and they still <laughs> claim the national championship title <laughs> without even playing in the Orange Bowl. Well, that was the uh, what did um, UCF pulled out? Yes, it. they beat Auburn, but they at least still played in the bowl game. It'd be take it a step further. Don't, but, don't I think, I think, I think, but I think they got like national champs on their rings, though. I think if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, no one counts it except for UCF, though. So like they they like there's not a single school out there that's gonna count that. Oh yeah, no, I, I get they got that. The, but they still. got the gear in the loop, but I just think it'd be so funny if FSU, FSU says we're not even gonna play in the Orange Bowl, and we're still gonna make a banner. And uh, because even if they beat Georgia, like it's not gonna change any credibility to claiming national championship. Champs. Yeah, yeah. But funny story out of there. Um, and nonetheless, we do of course the transfer portal that's still going around. We talked about it yesterday. Apparently, Princely. Umanyelan, brother of Princewell Umanyelan, uh, he's heading the portal portal from Florida. That'd be kind of your guy, right? Your edge rusher that we're talking about. Uh, I think there is a chance we pull him, obviously. But again, mm-hmm. if you got any new ones, you guys want to shout out in there that we want us to talk about, 402-464-5685. That is the Sarder Heyman text line. Uh, but nonetheless, we are kind of getting closer to the Heisman race. We've talked about that. Uh, but the MVP race, 
I got a guy in my mind that you just have to hand it to because what he's doing is absolutely insane and he's Ooh. a game breaker. Ooh. See if you can guess. There's not too many of these good. He's a game breaker. I'm thinking Tyreek. Tyreek Hill. Okay. I'm, I'm, anything outside of that, I'd have been like, mm, um, they're they're not they're not gonna give it to him. Who do you think they'd give it to instead? It'd be Lamar. It's a, quarter, it's a quarterback Chubba. league. It's a it's a quarterback league. Like they're they they want the quarterbacks to get it. Please please tell me when the last non quarterback player won MVP of, the, uh, of of the league. That's facts. Like for so, do you know off the top of your head? I, the I last one would have been. I, I don't. Um, not off, not off the top of my head. No. Um, they'll give they'll give him uh offensive MVP. Yeah, I think he's just get MVP because what he's doing is it's uh, unreal. The uh, the other. If if he gets the two thousand mark, which I think he will, I oh think, he will. I, I, think I think so. I think he has to average one hundred and eight yards uh, for the next five games, and he will probably have one where he goes well over a hundred. I'm sure easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't remember. I can't. I don't know exactly who they play. <laughs> Excuse me, but I know if I'm not mistaken, it might be um, the Bills are still in there because it, it's, it's conference play. Chris, you want to pull that up real quick? That Dolphins, what the rest of their schedule looks like. Uh, see if he's going to break that record. Because I think, I think right now, 108 yards seems like a lot. But Tyreek Kill. What Tyreek? Because I think they got he, some bunnies. He went. He went for. He had three catches for 132 or 134, and like three catches. All right. Let's see what we got here. So they got Dolphins. Oh yeah, they have a real shot here. They got the Titans up next. Then they got the Jets. Okay. Uh, good defense though with the Jets. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is, it, is it in MetLife or is it in? Uh, it's a, it's a, it's in Miami. Oh okay. When it's actually a little tougher. That's going to be Sunday, December seventeenth. Uh, and then actually they got a pretty tough road. Then you got the Cowboys. Then you got the Ravens. And then you got the Bills to finish off the season. But I still think he can pull it off. One of the. I mean, he it go, doesn't really go, matter. He, he what, might. He might in, one, in, in one or two of those games, he might go for two hundred. People are talking about you know the Cowboys. I don't think they're that good. Um. They've looked like a Super Bowl team all throughout, um, you know, the the uh, regular season, and then get to the playoffs and just. Eh. So that they, they, I don't, I don't even think they they can, can compete with with Philly. So I'm not, I'm not worried about the Cowboys at all. Okay, let's talk about who the elite teams in the NFL because the Chiefs just got beat by the Packers. I thought that out of I enjoyed all, it. I, I enjoyed did too. That. I, I hate the Packers, that. but I was kind of getting I, tired of the Chiefs. I, 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 you know, who I stand with, Raider Nation. <laughs> I cannot stand the Chiefs. Yeah. So I, it was unexpected. I didn't expect it, but happy it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, right out the gate, just thinking of it, uh, yeah, I would, no order, just I, the contenders. I, I, I would say Baltimore. Yep, I like um, Baltimore as a contender. Uh, you could also throw. You can throw Miami in there. Forty uh, Nineers got to be obviously. Forty Nineers for sure. Eagles for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not the Cowboys. You're leaving them out. Yes. Okay. I got no problem with that. <laughs> I don't I care about the they, Cowboys. They, I'm just I'm cow- not, they find a way. They'll find a way to cowboy it at the very end. They always I'm, do. I I'm not Whether they spike the ball with no time left or I'm not I'm not fooled. Like just, <laughs> I I their running game is eh. Their passing game has been a little bit better, but I mean if it's not um C D, then it's like what is it? Yeah. So like I'm I their their def- their D line is is nice, mm-hmm. and you know that they, they got. Uh, I Michael think Parsons is still just an animal. I think um, Gilmore is is still an elite corner, and you got the uh, Bland kid that's step mm-hmm. that's stepping up. I don't know how you might not give him, you know, defensive player of the year. Honestly, uh, 
Yeah, because Aaron Donald really has. He's still obviously elite, but he hasn't had the type of season where you'd be looking at him. I mean, everybody's focused on him. And yeah. right now, like uh, when when he was going off, you know, like he was doing it by himself, but he had a a, a nice cast around him yeah, that they spent could money on that that could you know they didn't have you couldn't have, you couldn't double team him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now you know with them depleting pretty much you know their whole offense and defense, he gets majority of of attention. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I think if Burrow was still, you know, healthy and everything like that, you can throw him in there as in, you know, an elite team. But I think, you know, those five or six teams, like I want to say Buffalo, but Buffalo has been in a rut. So I can't really yeah, say them. They're struggling so bad. And, it, and Kansas City, like you can say what you want to, but it's just like they're, they, I, if they don't draft two receivers this year or pick up a receiver in the offseason, I, I, I don't know. That's kind of my thing. It's like they, they really – for Mahomes to still be having the numbers he's having, I'm like, man, you really left him with not a lot of weapons. And that's why they're struggling. That's why they're losing games to the Packers. Um, a, because their offense can't stay on the field as long as they used to. And I mean, when, really- you had, when you had Tariq, that was honestly a lot of their offense was uh, scramble stuff. Like, yeah. they, of course, they would design stuff and everything like that. But if you go back and look at, you know, what their offense was, it was him scrambling or creating something and Tariq take off. Mm-hmm. And you got you and know Kelsey doing the and you same got, thing. And you got underneath. Kelsey intermediate. So now, with without the threat of Tariq, you know, everybody can pay attention to Kelsey. So I don't. I, I don't. I'm not. You can't keep you as as terrible as it feels to say. Like you can't keep Kansas City out of it, uh, just because you know they're kind of going through the turmoil stuff and like figuring out, and then you know all of a sudden it's like. Tom Brady would in the offseason, he would just I mean in the uh postseason, he would just turn it on. Like you you know mm-hmm. what you're gonna get for them. You know, like it's it's gonna be it's not gonna be easy seeing them at all. Um their defense is playing really, really good. Um, so you you can throw Kansas City in there. Uh but yeah, because the AFC West, they're pretty, you know, you're feeling pretty good about them, at least securing a good playoff of, spot there. Outside of that, they're they're a bunch of, you know, really good teams. But mm-hmm. nothing that's like, uh, okay, they're, you know, elite. You know, they're uh they might be a playoff contender. They're not they're not a um AFC or NFC uh champion contender, but they're a playoff contender. Yeah. I'm just this to me it just isn't the year for the Chiefs. Just, you know, going by their score totals. Um it was a little better off early on, but as teams really locked in, only twenty scored on the line, seventeen against the Jaguars. 41 against the Bears. We'll leave that out because the Bears' defense just they're, just, they're giving up a lot of points to a lot of teams out there. They only get 23 on the Jets. Um, and again, nine, only 19 on the Broncos, 17 to the Eagles, and of course, 19 to the Packers. So they just have a lot of off nights where they can't break over 20 points. And again, it's just, I don't think it's a Mahomes problem. You just, you didn't give them enough weapons out there. So I think they'll rebound. If they don't go looking for wide receivers, I'm not sure what they're doing because that's I really, su- the I was spot. surprised they didn't get D Hop, honestly. I, I thought, thought that would be the move, I, right? I, I thought if D-Hop would have been in that, in that, oh my. It's miserable watching him on the Titans. I I thought it would be a little bit better, but I, it's just. And I, I think the Titans are, you know, a well-coached team and everything like that. It's just, you know, them having AJ gone mm-hmm. hurt them a yeah. lot. It's pretty um, easy to lock up on one guy. Yeah, I mean. Derrick Henry and, and him. And and Jacksonville's running that division, and it's it's not close. the The next closest thing would probably be the Texans, like between the Texans and the Titans in that division. That's probably it. 
Yeah. How, what do you think the timeline is for the Texans? Because C.J. Stroud is... Yeah, we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but that guy's no joke. Like, I think his career, as long as he stays healthy, I don't see any reason. Like, he could be in that MVP conversation sooner than we think. Not this year. No, not this year. This no. year, I'm sure his odds this year got to be like plus five, ten thousand. They wouldn't be this year, but I'm saying sooner than you think is like possibly even next year if he keeps playing that well. If the Texans can find a way to get some wins, they have to fix their roster on defense, especially maybe give him one, one more key wide receiver, but. I mean, the Texans, from being like a laughing stock not that long ago, the Deshaun Watson leaving, everyone's thinking what the Texans are going to do. The Browns somehow actually get the the bad end of that deal because Deshaun Watson, even though after after got through all the chaos, he hasn't been playing that great for him. But I, I think that was more so contributed to like the system that Deshaun is in. Um, the a, the AFC South, there you had two you have two teams there now that was like you know really slinging around with. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville and uh in Houston. So, you know, when Deshaun was in Houston, that offense was more so spread, you know, RPO, quick, intermediate, you know, concepts and everything like that, to where now you go up north and you're in the AFC North, which is a physical division. Like n- not even Burrow, like and and the Bengals like really throw it down the yard like that i mean they're capable of it but that's that's really you know yeah they got to rely that's on grown man, that, that, that's, yeah. that's grown man football uh, you got pittsburgh you got Cincy, <laughs> you got <laughs> cleveland and baltimore like that that's that's not easy and you see those teams twice that's grown man football yeah so i i don't think it's not he hasn't performed well enough it's just you know the system of what typically was more so of his strengths uh, he's not necessarily in something like that. He's more of a West Coast, uh, you know, running the ball and then, you know, play action type shots instead of, you know, spreading it out and quick passes or, you know, a a, a concept to to get the ball out or something like that. So I, I'm not I'm not saying he's he's doing back, but I mean, it's he was doing better than what they had there. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. I mean, you look at what he's doing with Tampa Bay. It's been a rough year for him. The, the, Shout out to Mike. He still had a uh, you know a thousand his tenth. Uh, Mike Evans, yeah, yes. he got it, got it again. So that that I mean he's he's going to Canton regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, they're sitting five and seven right now. <laughs> it, it's you look at that NFC South. I think the Falcons would be leading it right now at six and six, easily the worst division in the NFL. Um, you just got a bunch of you know young quarterbacks at one and a couple of teams where their quarterbacks are trying to find their footing. Obviously, with talking about the Saints and Buccaneers, where they're just trying to figure something out. At that QB position, because it doesn't seem like Baker Mayfield is going to be the answer either. And then, of course, the lowly Panthers, 111, Saints, 5 and 7, Buccaneers, 5 and 7, Falcons leading the NFC South at 6 and 6. Ouch. Uh, yeah. And, and the Panthers. Would you love to see them, like, first round, whoever is coming out of the NFC to, like, it's. They're, they're in because they won their division. So they're, they all. Yeah, they're going to get in. Yeah, but it's. They're, they're, I don't think that's a strong team. No, that's that's one where you would love to just take one of these stronger divisions to swap out whoever that AFC South is. But, you know, at least for the NFL, you know who's going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's not like college football where you have to have uh, frustration at the end there. Uh, but again, do you panic at all about the Eagles considering they just got blown out by the 49ers? No. Yeah, because they did come off an overtime game. And I, uh, that was a was that Thursday night they played. Was that Eagles and 49ers Thursday night football? Yes. So, yeah, so short week. They just came off an OT game. Uh, I'm not going to panic too much on that one. I think that was a quick you, turnaround for him. It was the same thing like last year when they were, you know, 13, 14 and 0 and everything like mm-hmm. that. 
and you know you kind of it's kind of a reset you taste the waters you you know you you sample it and everything like that i definitely think it's going to be between them two to go to the super bowl out of the nfc uh and who just plays you know a better game that day will be the victor but um they just weren't they just seemed off Mm -hmm. um and nothing's wrong with that 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 happens you know what i'm saying it's a physical sport 17 games 18 weeks total what we in week they in week 14 yeah week 14 yeah so you know it it is what it is like you know they it wasn't their best shot and everything like that but i i definitely think that that was a preview of the nfc championship Mm -hmm. I, i don't i don't i'm not Dallas is not it. Vikings, no, no. Like it, it's them. Seattle, no. Like it's them too. That, like that's what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, is there any t- teams like dark horse that you think got a real shot? Because to me, the elite teams are the 49ers. I know the Eagles got blown out, but they're still an elite team to me. Uh, the Chiefs to me are, I'd call them elite, but they're they're I on would, the fringe. I, I, I just would, can't count them out. It's like the LeBron effect with Mahomes almost. I would say the dark horse, honestly, is the Dolphins. Fins up. I, I. That's what I think. Um. Uh, I was with Fangio in 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 uh, Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he, he's gonna have a top five defense. Uh, period. Like whatever whatever you do good, like they're going to take that away. Like you're <laughs> like you're not you're you're not going to have that. Like it's you're gonna have difficulty with figuring out you know what he's doing. He is a genius when it comes to that aspect of things. I tried to pick his brain, and <laughs> him and uh, Ed uh, Donatello was a was a DC. I'm like, what makes y'all tick? Well, we wouldn't be in a job if we told you that. So I was like, ah. <laughs> but um, good I, I, I think you know they're the, they're the dark horse, honestly. Um, coming out of the AFC, honestly, I think it's Baltimore's game to lose. Um, and I don't even think like Baltimore on the offensive side of like has gotten to play like their best offensive game, like a complete offensive game. Yeah, like, they've had skill players hurt throughout the entire season, whether it was in the running back room to the wide receiver room. It's kind of been training off. Like, yeah. So, like, I don't I don't even think, like, you've seen a full, like, if if Baltimore stays healthy, offense and defense, like, I don't think mm. anybody can can mess with them, honestly. I'd say the 49ers would be the team. That, that'd, be, that, that'd have to be but it, I Between think. them or, or Philly, mm-hmm. like, like that, like, that's it. Their D-line is, is crazy. <laughs> Uh, their you know their their secondary uh is is going is going nuts right now. Mm-hmm. The offensive side like and people aren't even you know talking about Lamar how they should be talking about him. People were talking, oh, he can't pass this and this. I haven't heard any of that this year. What was speaking with Lamar and Lamar's throwing for two fifty minimum a game, three hundred yeah three hundred yards, and he he's he he hasn't even been really running like with his legs like that and scoring touchdowns. So I I think they're they are the the number one team, and then everybody else will kind of fall in line from the uh, AFC side. But definitely the dark horse. I think I think it's Miami, and just because of the threat of what they can do on the offensive side. And you got pretty much if the 49ers are one A with their offensive coordinator, the Dolphins are one B with uh, Mike Daniels down there with whatever he's calling. Yeah, I might even give the Dolphins one A just because I would love You're to tripping. see. Well, I'm talking about. I would love to see what McDaniel's would do with the talent. If I, if we're just taking the talent involved, like yeah, 49ers one A, just because the talent they have, there's so much you can dial up. But the Dolphins, you have speed, speed, speed. You you don't you have like so matching so matching up. You don't think they're you don't think they're even, or you don't give 
I give the edge to the 49ers. I think they got more skilled players. Obviously, you still got McCaffrey. You got Debo Samuel. You Purdy, who's just throwing it on a dot all over the yard. Um, and they, they're just stacked. That's just a stacked unit. And then Kittle, a guy who hasn't... I think he's been not talked about as much just because there's so many other weapons that mm-hmm. people forget. But they'll still set him up, you know. They'll still, set up a play where... Yeah. Like, I feel like... Every they'll set him up on a I, seam route touchdown. I, I feel like every other game, like, one of their stars has, like, that game. Mm-hmm. Okay, this game... Well, McCaffrey always has somewhat of a decent game. He's always involved, but... Okay, it's Debo's time to, uh, this game, or it's uh, Ayuk's time this time, <laughs> or or it's or it's or it's uh, Kittle, Kittle time, Kittle. McCaffrey, so whoever. Like, uh, uh, you know, they pick a number. All right, whoever got two, we going to you today. Like that's that's who it's for. Yeah, if we go out, we got you know Bosa and <laughs> on the other side, and uh, we'll just throw in Randy Gregory their, in the mix as well. Their defensive line is crazy. You got Chase Young, mm-hmm. you got Randy, mm-hmm. you got Bosa. Uh, they they have at least four. They they got five legitimate like first round guys. Randy had a first round grade. We all know what happened with his situation. He he was easily a top five pick. If you know he would have went would if things would have played out, he was supposed to. You got um Chase Young first mm-hmm. round. You got Bosa first round. You got uh Cleveland Farrell, which he was the number four overall pick with Oakland. Uh, out there, and then it's one more guy. I forget that's, that's a first round. So they got five legitimately first round guys on their D line yeah. that rotate. It is just an incredible. that rotate. And you still got Fred Warner at linebacker, who's just a beast himself. Like he they got a, guys, he a heat seeking missile. He's got to be one of the. I, I think of a lot of the running backs I've seen in the NFL. Fred Warner would scare the living hell out of me. That guy comes in with mean intentions every time. He's probably one of the harder hitting line like. When I see him hit the hole, that dude does not hesitate I think, for a second. I, I, I think, uh, is it Javon? Is it 57 Hargraves? Uh, I don't know if it's 57. 50, 57, 51, whichever yeah, whatever, one it is. You might be right. The, no, one, with, the sure. one with the arm brace. I think he hit harder than Fred. <laughs> that's a scary thought. <laughs> and that's just for that 49ers. That's why, like, with the 49ers, offensively, my lord, and then you just broke down that defensive line. Uh, just an absolutely stacked unit. Uh, and he says, a short po- pass offense, in other words, I see. I just disagree with that. Like I know people are kind of trying to pull away from Purdy, saying it's all just short yard, uh, you know, yards after the catch. He, I'm like, you still got to throw it on a dot, not turn it over, and you're, and under pressure. Uh huh. Like like that's not easy to do, and it, and it's just not you know a screen here, a screen there. Like they've been throwing deep balls they, too. I, I don't like the know, argument. He can't throw the deep ball. He's been doing it all year. He must be watching from another dimension or something like that. I I have no but. Brady's been throwing it intermediate boundary down the field uh, on, on the post that to the front pylon. It it doesn't matter wherever you want him to go with it. He he can go, he's going with it and he doesn't have a problem with any of it. Yeah. And like, that's the thing too. It's like, do you want to get mad at him for taking the underneath routes? It's like a lot of, a lot of the defenses he's playing are like their goal is to prevent something, take away something. So he's reading and understanding what people are trying to prevent him to do. And still completing it. Yeah, it's like okay, you want to take away the deep threats. They're trying. They're basically challenging the young quarterback. It's like how many times can you execute without making a mistake? We'll keep giving you underneath. And guess what? He's really good at that, and he's not making mistakes. I mean, it, it doesn't hurt when you got you know a loaded roster around you, but you still exactly. got to make the throw, right? Most definitely. Because mm-hmm, we've had you know great receivers here at Nebraska, and we haven't always <laughs> been able to get them the ball at key times. But nonetheless, we'll we'll wrap it up here on the first segment. This is the Don't Pun Hour. With the morning Pearson L host as always, we've got Chris Ramsey learning the board in here as well. Don't go anywhere.